This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live from Surprise, brought to you by Sonic. Try the new $1.99 Crispy Tender Wraps for a limited time only at Sonic. Want to thank them very much for making this trip happen. And now it's time for Forgiveness Friday, 877-881-1053. Do you need to ask for forgiveness? Does somebody need to ask for your forgiveness I'm going to start with Brazilian soccer mascots is there is now an accusation. Giselle Kumpel alleged that there was misconduct with a soccer mascot known as Saki. He began making gestures at her before he looked down at her phone, to which point I'm thinking, what? Is that mascot going to be able to hack into your phone? Hopefully not. Like, it is still weird that he's, like, looking into her phone. But she accuses, he stopped next to me and simply hugged me. But then he hugged me longer. Even with his mask on, he pushed his head and tried to make me kiss him. And I don't know. Like, I just don't understand how the soccer mascot thought this all was going to work. So... Now she is saying that he sexually harassed her. Oh, my gosh. Well, you try to force somebody to kiss you and make the mascot head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's weird anyway. But like, also, he's like the big dumb mascot tried to like it was care. I think it's more character than anything, but I get it. I I mean, I get it. I just he's trying to play a character. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the dude, but. All right, I I did learn this, Kevin. I don't know that you, if you knew this or not. Disney characters, do you know about the Disney hug or whatever it's called? No. When kids go up to hug one of the Disney characters at Disney World, the characters, the people who play the characters, are told not to let go of the kid until the kid lets go. Uh, oh, really? It's a you you let the kid make that decision. So you hug them as long as they want, huh. and just let. And once they're done, they will let you know. And uh, and Adrian was like, yeah, that's like an approach I've always had with our kids is oh. to, to make sure that they they get sense. to have control over how long the hug is. Yeah. You know what? I think I should probably adopt that method with my wife because I'm just like our hug is over. Right. <laughs> and then it's not necessarily over. Can you hug we do your... that to you? Can you not let go till we let go? <laughs> no, because I know you're going to be you're like the mascot of the show, Kevin. It, it, oh, my gosh. Is that you represent the oh, show? Man. You want to practice? No, I don't. <laughs> From the 214, my buddy Mike beats forgiveness for calling the grounds cre- keeper a creeper. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Words happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20 hours a week, man. <laughs> this one, I don't know if this is sarcastic <laughs> forgiveness or what happens next here from the 817. I forgive my best friend's wife for giving me a nude picture. All right. Was it like... An actual picture? Like she went and printed it up at, oh my at gosh. Walgreens, Walgreens or whatever? brought it to you? or But do you you need to tell your best friend, right? Yes. And be like, hey, yes. your wife is not being faithful yes. and honest with you. And then get rid of that photo. Yes. You, no. 
You get rid of that photo immediately, yeah. Kevin. You do not keep it around he's gonna for ask, any purpose. Do you still have it? And you're like, no. No, I burned it, threw it away. Actually, I burned. I threw my phone in the ocean is once it, I saw it. Is it weird that I think it would be weird if somebody printed out a naked photo for you? I'd be like, what year is this? <laughs> like 1995? Just to make sure you have a hard copy. Yeah, but that that's foolishness. The blue chew hard copies. Yeah, no, they were not on. Yeah, I could see it if... <laughs> People have been listening this week, and they're like, you want to come over and be on the Blue Chew hard seat? <laughs> I get it. Like, I understand that that might be happening this week. But no, well, not with your best friend's wife. Hold on, hold on. And, I, and again, yes, I agree. Best friend's wife situation, get rid of the nudes. Not cool. Completely. But you're talking about printing pictures. What if you're in prison? Or what if you go overseas? Okay. Uh, now, yeah. you, like having that little printed picture in your wallet or in your hat. Agreed. Or on your wall. See, and I guess I still think of like everybody who's ever been in the Air Force has that picture up in their in their bed, yeah, (laughs) or their airplane, (laughs) yeah, of like their sweetheart back home. And I realize that it's also probably not necessarily an up to date, uh, (laughs) up to date about the way people do things. I don't know about this one, Corey. I know you'll let it go from the nine four zero. I need forgiveness. I'm about to switch from a Samsung to an iPhone. I. I don't have. I don't care for anybody. Why would you be sorry? Phones are fine. Your phone, my phone, works pretty well. I mean, I'm pretty pretty happy with it. I mean, I had to. I was forced by the family. You were not forced. Coerced. You you could have forced them to to move to you. That would have been four phones Mm -hmm. to one phone. Yeah, I was the one phone. Yep. Mm -hmm. Changing one phone is easier than changing four phones. And isn't it just kind of a phone? It's just yeah, like I mean, the it's other fine. One. It's I'm, I'm used to I'm probably not getting the most out of it. I also have an Apple Watch that literally I don't get the most out of it at all. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at it. It's 10.07. And then. <laughs> what are you hoping to get out of I it? I don't know. I think there's a lot of buttons on here that look fun. I don't know I how thought, to use them. Uh, okay. From the 469, I need forgiveness. I had the day off of work and started day drinking at 10 a.m. And then I got called in to work. I don't think you should go into work. Ooh, I think you should let them yeah. know I had the day off. I started day drinking. Boss, this isn't the smartest thing to have me doing this right now. But because if you're the boss, assuming you're Unless not you're on call, us. that's acceptable, right? You're like, oh, yeah, you thought you had the day off. You're drinking. Get yeah. The day off. Yeah. Unless. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're on call like a doctor, uh, then I, I'm, a, I'm a little concerned. What do you do for work? Because if you're driving like a forklift, I don't want you drinking and driving a forklift. Yeah. Uh, if you're an EMT, I don't want you trying to save lives while you've been having a few beers. So what do you do? If you're a bartender, then it's okay. <laughs> like if you're a bartender, you're going to be just fine. Let me make Kevin nervous here. Oh, no. Kevin, your mm-hmm. pediatrician mm-hmm. is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So when the hospital has an issue with a baby that he's taken care of, they first call the office. It's Let's say it's a Saturday. That's just going to go to voicemail. They then call my wife. If she doesn't answer, do you know who the next call is to? Mike. Uh, this guy. Shut Are up. You Are serious? you kidding me? Yeah. Your option number God, three. God, I was going to say, please yeah. let it be Dr. Beth, but oh, no. So it's it's uh, <sighs> me, and then I make the decision on what happens. Oh, what? my gosh. That can't be true. Yeah, that's, they say if you're married to a doctor, you're that like a doctor. Can't, if they no. can't reach the doctor, they go that, to the next no. best thing, and that's okay. their spouse. I'm going to investigate that. If that is the chain of command for baby Noah, I'm going to be like, doctors? we might need to switch. Sue Give him the shot. That's what I, say. I can't risk that Mike. Give him the shot. Yeah. I say, save him. <laughs> okay. Where's the defibrillator? Yeah. As long as that's your answer to whatever happens, save him. Keep him alive. 
is... No, what then I do is say, I'm not the doctor. And then I'll say, she must not be answering her phone. But if she's with me, then I'm like, Sue, here's whatever, Children's Hospital. And give her the phone. Got a reply from Day Drinking Guy. He said, uh, he said I work maintenance at, at a sports camp. So the, an like alarm went off. That. An alarm went off, so he went to go take care of the alarm. That's that's just fine. It's hilarious that Corey thinks people who drive forklift aren't inebriated in some way. Bless oh, your heart, Corey. Oh, no. Look, man, I was just trying to give you all some help out there. Yeah. I, I had a buddy, I and mean, he used to drive forklift all the time. You think I know that he wasn't blasted out of his oh, mind most days dear. when he walked in? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to the Combine. We always get interesting answers and whatnot from the combine. This is Texas Tech defensive back Tyler Owens, and I don't want to set up what he said. I just want him to take it away and give his thoughts about stuff. You guys are discussing that you don't believe in. No, I don't believe in space. I'm like, you know, I'm not a believer, so I think, like, where he's from right now, I don't believe in, like, other planets and stuff like that. I don't know. What, what, what led you to that point to believe that? Well, like, I really, I thought he was believing, like, he did something, like, he was wild run, stuff, but then, like, I started seeing, like, flat earth stuff, and I'm like, Alright, let's stop it right there. That's yeah, that's it, a tough. We, one. we couldn't. I couldn't hear. Yeah, it very I don't well know what happened there with the audio. I I could hear it really well earlier, but essentially, what he said is, I don't believe in the space and the planets and stuff because, and I think he said because I'm real religious, which I don't totally. That doesn't totally track for me. And then he said those. Maybe flat, it's a religion that doesn't believe in stars. I, and I guess that could space. be. I don't know what religion that is, but. And then he said the flat earth people made some good points. Oh, no. Have you ever seen when the flat earth people tweet like there's flat earth believers all around the globe? And people are like, right. All across the globe. Is but what they say around. <laughs> and I'm like, but that kind of Well, but isn't flat earth round still? Like, it's still a circle. It's just is a, it? It's a, it's a flat know, circle. They? It's a flat circle? Time is a flat circle, so is earth, is what the, I, I believe the believers believe. Mm. Um, that being said, I can understand not believing in aliens and not believing in sure. ghosts and That's stuff fine. like that. Yeah. But you literally, you look up and see space. Like, space is is right you look yeah. up in their space do you think it's a curtain that just hangs over the planet like the truman and show they're, yeah they're just <laughs> oh, like oh man. now move it everyone and plus space exists right here right we have space out there there's space out in the middle of the right in front of us kevin that's a space yeah he needs to be more specific he needs to say i don't believe in outer space which is uh, which, which still, still we would go but okay. what are what are those what are the dots yeah. in the sky that are bright i don't believe in the planets what do you mean? Like, do you, you think they're just pictures? And does that really undermine the song Deep in the Heart of Texas? Because the stars, stars at, at night, night are big and bright. Da, 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 da. And then he's like, I don't believe in any of that. <laughs> when do you get tired of looking at mountains? I don't. Uh, not yet. Yeah, I never get Definitely tired of it. Definitely not yet. And I don't like this from the 903. Can we, the fan text, be the fourth option if Mike doesn't answer his yes. phone? So there's an emergency with baby Noah. goes to the hospital. Your goes, wife, it, you, and then the fan text. I love it. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it makes Noah's sense. never going to learn how to read. What do you mean? That's not the pediatrician's job. <laughs> yeah. Because he's not going to make it. That's the That's reading the specialist's job. job. <laughs> <laughs> we do talk with Tyler Malley today. That's a great uh, point. By the way, and we discuss yes. uh, Noah's reading abilities. And then I thought it was going to be a funny bit. It didn't end up working out. 
did the vending lady who tried to get into our video yesterday, <laughs> who sprinted down mm -hmm. the concourse to try to interrupt the video, but then we didn't start the video yet, so she stopped and then started again and ran into me and said, oh, I thought that was going to be funny, but I really effed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. it was funny. Does she deserve forgiveness? Yeah. But I do like how honest she was like, I really F that up. Sorry. I watched her run probably 40 yards, dead sprint, awesome. to get into this video. Because I was, I was shooting the video for Kevin as he was doing his concessional yesterday. And, uh, and yes, concessional, not confessional. Um, I dropped the ball on that. And, uh, and she's in a dead sprint. I was like, what is happening right now? And as, as she got closer to Kevin, I just dropped my phone. Like, what is going on? And she did. She ran right into Kevin. But she did apologize profusely. Oh, yeah. She was so really I nice. So uh, I think that that is Kevin. You, you do forgive her since she was so kind to apologize in that way. Man, Jake <laughs> just keeps going in a circle. From the 682. And then if the fan text doesn't answer, go to the leaf blower guy. All right. It was really <laughs> weird. Marcus, the chain. Was that his name? Mark? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jake and Marcus, do you think we'll remember next year when we come out here? You won't. You won't. Jake has the same name of one of your kids and you yeah. didn't remember it. Yeah. One well, of our Tolos out there messaged us on Twitter to let us know what his name was. I'm glad he remembered. Mm hmm. I'm, I don't remember names. I barely get y'all's names. I right. know. I work with you all the time, yeah. and I'm like, it's. I a know 50 you're 50 Kevin gamble. and Corey. I just forget which one is which <laughs> at times. From the nine four zero, can I get a shout out to the Plano East boys basketball team, number three in the nation, number one in the state? I do believe they are also undefeated. Yep. They play tonight in the regional semifinals. Man, Plano East. All right, look, I have not been at the Plano Star Courier for. Ten and a half years. It's still going? It is still going. They didn't need me. You sure? It, my replacement's better than me anyway. Is I do believe they have still never won a state title in a UIL-sanctioned sport. Any sport? Any really? sport. Yeah, they won individual state titles. They have like won... a swimming title or something? Yeah. Is that what you mean? And, or like track or whatever. Okay. They've won bowling state titles when that wasn't a UIL sport. I think, and it's crazy... Plano East has had Olympians, Cy Young Award winners, I, I NFL, don't, NFL players, MLB yes, pitchers. And I don't know if they have ever won a state title. And so this looks like I, Tyler I, Owens. Yeah, a great. Well, I don't <laughs> know how East? pumped yeah. they are <laughs> for him right now, but I, I, I am rooting for them. Absolutely. I, I covered the Plano beat. We both. That's where Corey and I met covering the Plano beat is I was there for like seven years. I hope they can get the job done for Plano. East. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this, Kevin, because whenever I was covering the Plano beat with you, uh, we did cover all three schools and I kind of just took a little pride in all three of the schools doing well. Like yes. those, that was our group that we got to cover and everything. But now my kid goes to a Plano senior feeder. So am I supposed to hate Plano East the same way he does? Or can I still be proud of these Plano East kids for getting their work done? I think that is the rule. From the 972, shout out to me and my wife. We close on our first home ever mm. in two weeks. Praise God. That is an unbelievable feeling. Yeah, do it in every room. Okay. Uh, Even the garage. <laughs> man. What, do you, what do you mean, man? Why not? Mike. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Never mind. Okay. We're the KNC masterpiece right here. Let's practice. Ready? I've done it in every room at every house. See? No, I don't need a hug. 
I'm waiting for you. You need me to hug? Coming up next. You let go. (laughs) I'm letting go. Neither of my arms are touching you. I am disengaging from this hug. Well, actually, Kevin, remember, you're the mascot, so you have to wait until Mike lets go. Coming up next. You forced me to let go. You pushed him away. The harshest punishment, perhaps, for all baseball fans. What groundskeeping job would you most want to do? And Mike hits the backfields to give us the latest information on the Rangers. All of it coming at you next live from Surprise on 105 through the fan. Seawald in his fifth big league season now faces Seeger. And the pitch to Corey. Swung on and a high drive. Deep right field. This one is way back. This one is history. The game is tied 5-5. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. We're live from Surprise Stadium in Arizona. Really weird thing that was just happening here as we're trying to bring you these sights and sounds is there was a guy in a Kansas City pullover just standing on the mound, staring straight ahead for, what, eight minutes? And it kind of weirded me he out. He did but the same thing at home plate, but not for as long. Yeah, and now he has walked away. He's texting over here. And he's like, they're on to us. And so if you're curious about tonight, we're hoping to get as much information as quickly as possible. As Luca was really originally listed as a game-time decision for the Mavs and the Celtics. He did participate in the shoot-around per Brad Townsend. So we will see how it goes after that. Hopefully we'll get some news maybe in the next hour, yeah. hour and a half about his ability to go tonight. The, the spread is set at nine and a half. That's a big number. I, and I realize that would, that would be a number that they don't expect Luka to play. And that's Vegas. what I thought, too, because I know Boston is obviously a fantastic team, but that number is too high. Dude's gassed, man. Like, Luka. in my opinion, he's, he should you be. think so? He's, like, think about what he's had to do to come try and save this team a couple times here. And then on his birthday, he goes out and pours in the buckets the way he did the other birthday night. Birthday so triple-double. Just get some rest. I mean, I, I, would, I would definitely let him sit for a little bit. Interesting. Just my thoughts. You're like an NBA owner. Yeah. Now, I wanted to have a little bit more on adventures and groundskeeping. Mike went down there earlier, talked with Jake, to talk with Marcus. We talked with Hixie yesterday. What's wrong with this stadium? How is there a semi truck backing up underneath home plate? There's no semi truck anywhere. Where are you? Go forward. You've backed up long enough. Turn it around and go forward. Jeez. I, I don't I, I don't know. But, I, yes, I also hear it. Yesterday, Hixie was talking about what he would want to do on the grounds crew. And I'm curious. You're part of the grounds crew, but they only assign you one task. But yeah. you get to pick whatever task you want. Which, want. which one are you going with? First of all, I'd want all of them, but I will pick. I want to mow. Okay. I want to be the, I want to be the designer. Like, this is a nice plaid design they have going on here, right? Yeah, the and, little checkered pattern and, and everything, yeah. And that would be Do you think fun. you could handle, like, making the big T out there like they do? Or? I don't know how they do Those that. Those are wild. I don't, I don't know. They have to do that. I'm assuming this. I could be wrong. Grounds crew people text in. They do listen to our show. I do they know do. That, uh, you know, when I talk to them uh, at the ballpark, they're like, yeah, we listen all the time, is – do they have a brush, kind of? Because that's all that is, is moving the grass. Is uh-huh. the grass obviously pushing in one direction to make it a darker-looking grass in the other way to make it look a lighting, a lighter grass? I, they can't do that with a mower, right? Yeah. You could do it with the old tee because, obviously, it's 
very block. Yeah. I don't know how you would do it with the current Ranger T. Yeah, I'm always fascinated, A, because, I mean, they get it perfectly centered. and the, It never looks like it's out of whack in any way. And you're just like, that's a, a crazy design. Like, even the Diamondbacks, I remember seeing their, their – they have their A out in the center field, and I'll be like – that's nuts, man. I, I appreciate the work that well, goes isn't into that it. AstroTurf? Uh, well, I think, I don't know, Mike. Um, the, but, okay, so yeah, they figured out how to do it. <laughs> I did that in high school, though. That was, that was, I, I had, uh, I was my coach's helper for seventh period. You made letters? So I would go, well, not letters, but I did do the checks and I, or the, uh, these kind of lines out in the outfield and the infield as well. It was a lot of fun. You have to double mow it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, like would you double have to mow, mow it. it, but that doesn't mean you're done mowing it. You have to double mow it to get the. the what I used also to lay the grass down was we had the roller and I know the rollers for, yeah. to flatten out the dirt but I would use the roller, and it would lay the grass yeah. down a certain way so I could mow it a certain way, too. That's now, awesome. from the 817, it's good that we brought attention to the beeping because, seriously, <laughs> I thought I was going crazy for a second just hearing it in the background. And then... 817, bet they fire up the jackhammer next. Man, and from the 817, you can blame it on Corey. His window is open. I like a nice open window, too, but y'all got to shut that down with All the right, beeping. All right, fine. Here we go. It's shut back I down. I just don't get... I love the ambiance. They here, haven't man. figured out how to drive forward? <laughs> <laughs> I get you have to back up. Sometimes you have to back up. But then after you're done backing up, yeah. you're like, I got enough space to go forward now. <laughs> I, I'm honestly. Maybe it's like in, uh, in Austin Powers where the thing's stuck He's, in that yeah. short, tiny little hallway. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're Austin powering this thing. Does somebody push it for them? Somebody push get it out real there. good? Yeah. I think my choice would be watering the dirt. Yeah. I think that I want to be the lead fun. guy on the hose. <laughs> exactly. And but not the second guy, because then you're just holding the hose off of the ground. Yeah, you That's be a true. That's, hose yeah. That's true. Same basic logic as you're if you're ever going to be in a human centipede. If you have oh to, gosh, you want to be the front now? person. Don't do this. Because do like this. at least you're not having to be attached to anyone else's anus. And so if I that's was not true, yeah, in the human centipede, I, I mean, I, mean, that, I don't know. That's not real, but that's what they <laughs> do. It? They sew people mouth to. OK, blood. all right. All hey, right. I thought you were talking about centipedes and I'm like, they only have one bottom. <laughs> not a hundred. Yeah, they don't have like every piece is a new bottom. <laughs> so my point is, I would want to hose down the infield and I would want to like see how far I could get the water to go. And I think that'd be fun. The uh, you know you you have some OCD in you. That is very true. Uh, and I my my son Carter is kind of similar in that respect, except for I wish his room was cleaner. But the yeah, my room is clean. But he um, he loves those satisfying vid- videos. You know things like that where the color of the of the dirt changes as you're spraying it. Now I've finished it and it's all done. It all looks good. Water in the field would be an absolute blast. I'd love to paint the end zone uh, for for a football. Is this only baseball? No, or you can, can I paint say, the logos. I'd they, love they to paint, paint logos, man. I would okay. love to have the stencils yeah. out and be able to put that down again with Ortiz's name. You know, like it, there's there's some touch. You, you feel like you actually put some touch onto that. Having done a lot of the things on these fields, uh, you know, growing up in high school, we took we were our groundskeeper. Our coach was like, "It's this is your field. You take care of it." He he was like, "I'll take care of the mound." Y'all take care of everything else. So that was always our responsibility. And we took a lot of pride in it, and we made it look good. Now, did you guys hear about what the Philadelphia Phillies are doing this year? They have taken away dollar hot dog night. Was that like a win? I mean, I know it's Wednesday for the Texas Rangers. I'm assuming it's a night where it's going to be tough. 
uh, to get people They had out. done theirs on Thursday. Yeah, okay. But so there's a variety of reasons for this. One of them, I was like, that's on the team, is they said they didn't like how crowded the concourses got around the vendors and everything like that. And I was like, well, that's on you to figure out how to better disperse it out. But the other reason they also said is they were getting tired of people were throwing the hot dogs and then throwing the hot dogs on the field. It's only a dollar. You take a bite, like if that. you don't like yeah. it, you, you chunk it. What may, how entitled do you have to be to think I can throw something onto, onto this field They're because I bought drunk. a ticket for tonight's game? Hockey fans. That's, re- that's stupid, dude. I mean, the hockey thing of throwing a squid. Octopus. Kind of fun. The uh, throwing a hat on the on the ice. That's that's part of it. Like you're expected to do that. How disappointed are you if you're in Detroit and you don't get to throw the squid? And how long does that squid stay Octopus. stay un like you know smelly? Like at some point, like you keep that squid no matter how many times you're like I'm taking this squid to the game. Uh-huh. Octopus. They're the same thing, right? They're, no. Is that right? Sounds like sounds right to me. Okay. I don't know if I do believe that is accurate. Close enough. But you have to get rid of that squid eventually and go buy a new one because it starts stinking. It's like fish. You have you have a small amount of time when you buy fresh fish from, you know, the places that are north of the Trinity River that, that carry fresh fish <laughs> is you get that and you're like, I need to cook this within three days or it's going to start smelling in the refrigerator. And so I'm Would wondering you think if you held it for the whole hockey game probably going to be not so good then yeah i mean i guess they have to bring a cooler right you don't want to have squid i don't the first guy hit it under his coat in his like in his coat pocket and that's how he was the first one to ever do it he just decided to do it that way it's in a bag it's wrapped up in a bag you're not walking around with that thing like just hanging around and getting all slimy all over it you're not doing that it was like a goldfish and you could keep it alive and then because you have it in a bag what and then you throw it yeah you throw it on the ice and it starts like moving and i guess you're kind of killing it then because it's gonna be pretty upset with you like you'd have to melt the ice in a hurry from the 817 i'd like to shove the solo cups in the holes of the chain link fence to make some designs (laughs) you ever see whenever they do that and they make some really cool words out there yeah i always love that man (laughs) yeah and but people liberally just take those out, right? Because it yeah. usually feels like, I don't think everyone who's ever put the cups out there has done a poor job. I think people have just come by and taken them, or True. maybe maybe some out. fell out. Yeah. yeah. From the 214 Zamboni driver here, it's so satisfying. And I, and when it comes to driving truck, like that's the that's got to be an absolute blast. Do you have to have a license, like a, a truck driver's license, to drive a Zamboni? How does that work? Because I've always wanted to do that. The one night, Kevin... I was heading down, taking uh, Avery to go ride on the Zamboni at the Stars. My buddy worked for the Stars, and he was like, yeah, I'll I'll get you hooked up on it. And the night we got down there, that specific Zamboni broke down, and they didn't do that anymore. They stopped doing it. I was like, dadgum, what a terrible, what terrible timing on my part. Not cool. I wanted to throw this out there yesterday. Caitlin Clark, the star from Iowa, did declare for the WNBA draft. She could have returned for one more season. I believe the Indiana Fever hold the number one pick. She is the presumptive number one selection in the upcoming NBA draft. Coming WNBA draft, excuse me. Coming up next, Mike is going to hit the backfields, but also it's time for Gridiron Gravy. What's the longest you've ever been in a fantasy football league? We'll talk about it next right here in the fan. Has time. Going to throw back left on the over route. It is caught by Debo Samuel inside the 10. Breaks a tackle. Touchdown! San 
just must be a huge Niners fan or something, bro. That is allowed because that was from Dallas Cowboys now quarterback Trey Lance. Right now, we're going to try to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. But we will also monitor the situation with Mike has hit the backfields and I believe Heaney is throwing today, and we'll get some more major leaguers that are hitting in some of these intra-squad games and see what we can learn from there. But let's start with this. Trey Lance, roster bonus, was picked up. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We all thought that was going to be the case, and it looks, per the Dallas Morning News, overwhelmingly likely that they will turn down his $22.4 million fifth-year option, which... Makes sense. You already have a starting quarterback for now. Obviously, we're still waiting to see what the future holds. But Cowboys, pleased with the progression for Trey Lance. They pick up his roster bonus. He will, of course, be here in 2024. But it looks like they will not pick up his fifth-year option. So we will see. This will be, obviously, a huge year for Trey Lance. How much is that? Like, Do you feel that they're going to continue rolling with him as the backup then? Yes. And Cooper Rush, see you later? I I do think that's give what's him more happen. opportunities there. I mean, it makes sense to pick that up and not not stick with him because a, I mean, I can't pick up a fifth year option on a guy that I don't, I've not, haven't seen play. Yeah, you know, I just haven't seen him step on the field enough to even have an idea of what I can pay him. As we multitask here, let's go to the backfields and Mike Bassick. What are you seeing? What have you got for us? Andrew Heaney just finished his first inning of work against his teammates. Now, take it for what it's worth, but he struck out Evan Carter. Oh, oh geez. Did Evan he Carter swing out. the bat? Hey, let's not worry about that, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> Was it three straight and strikes? He struck out. Uh, I got here right when the at-bat was finishing oh. up. Gotcha. Uh, and then he struck out Adolis Garcia. Oh, no. And then he struck out Nate Lowe. So now Andrew Heaney is on pace to strike out 746 guys this year. He's going to strike or, out every Ranger. Or we can't hit. <laughs> okay. I don't know which one you want to take out of this. Which one do you think is more likely that he'll set the all-time strikeout record that will never be broken or that our offense will be terrible? I, I know I'm going to give you this answer here. I didn't know Andrew Heaney led our team in strikeouts last year. Did you know that? What? Uh, yeah. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah, I was looking up uh, Ranger pitching stats yesterday, and it was giving, you know, I was looking up a lot of stats, and I was like, wow, I would have never guessed this, that Andrew Heaney led the Texas Rangers in strikeouts last year. That's impressive, man. Uh, can, I guess, you know, it makes sense since Nate Lowe was out for a large portion, DeGrom left. Uh, and all those things. So that kind of makes sense because he had a lot of – he had probably the most opportunities last year to get out there. And it makes sense as yeah. to why he just struck out all the Rangers. Yeah, there he you go. Struck out. Now we get to see it again. Now Andrew Heaney is going back to the mound. They just uh, switch sides. I will say the person pitching on the other side is not a major – like he's not going to be on the Rangers' major league team right. to start uh, the season off. So uh, I'll let you guys get back to football nuggets as I will then – give you an update on Andrew Henney's second inning and see if he strikes out the side again. Thank you very, very much. We'll stick with the Cowboys for this. Will McClay has said that he is, quote, looking at bigger bodies for the Zimmer defense. Now, we've talked about this a lot. 
you could have used bigger bodies last year too. But I appreciate while they're at the combine and doing scouting that they are looking for bigger bodies on defense. And I think that's going to be across the linebacker position as well as in the middle of the defensive line. Just looking back at the history of what uh, Mike Zimmer typically liked to put together and then looking at kind of what he was doing while he was up in Minnesota and while he was at the Bengals, uh, that makes a lot of sense. But bigger linebackers for sure, and that's going to help you out you know, fill in some of those gaps whenever that run game tries to take you over. Two things the NFL is looking at doing. One I like, one I don't. Is The first one is the NFL is reportedly testing first down tracking technology that could replace the chain crews. I have thought this for, I don't know, 10 to 15 years. It's weird to me that we have all this advanced technology and then we still have people walking down the sidelines with chains to measure out you know, whether or not something's a first down. Kevin, I appreciate your take on this, but the NFL has always been about providing jobs to the community. Has it? Uh, Hasn't they cut a bunch of jobs recently? Name one. A whole bunch of people in their office staff. That was to make sure they could take care of people to get out on the field. Oh, you know, so okay. They could keep the gotcha. change crew okay, out there. Fair. So. Gotcha. All right, well, then this is most unwelcome news, Corey. Yes. I've now changed my tone because Tom Pelissero is reporting that the technology would not be ready to roll out for 2024, but they are using tracking technology to determine how feasible it would be to replace the chain crews for future seasons and just go off of like uh, sensors, obviously, in the football and everything like that. But somebody's got to run those. Somebody has to be running the computers for that. Now, maybe it's one guy as opposed to a four-man team. Uh, but computer. somebody has to be running the computer. You can't, AI. you can't let the computer run the computer. What? You have to, the humans have oh, to man. run the computer. I have terrible news for you, Corey. You I'm pretty the sure there's lots the of venues and jobs in which computers send out tasks to other computers, no, right? No, the human has to input that task. Okay. The, hum- the human has to do Otherwise, we've lost our control, Kevin. All right. Well, I like that one, and you didn't, so maybe you will like this one. The competition committee is expected to propose a rule to intentional grounding. Now, you would already think, hey, I don't know if they use intentional grounding as much as they should as is. Now there is a discussion that they will make no distinction about whether or not they were out of the pocket or not. Because huh? usually it was like, yeah, they got out of the pocket, though. So, you know, but now they're talking about it will make no difference if you get out of the pocket or you don't get out of the pocket. You would only have to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage to essentially avoid a grounding penalty. I do not like this. I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're against everything I love. There are a lot of plays that take place in the pocket that still have that opportunity. So I, I'm perfectly okay with that. I, don't, I never really understood why you had to get out of the pocket anyway. I, and I also, Kevin, I feel like when it comes to this, this prevents, this protects the quarterback even more because now, how many times we see a guy take off scrambling and then he gets tackled while he's trying to throw the ball and do that and he hurts himself. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' situation now, was he still in the pocket? I believe he was. But when it comes to this, now the quarterback can just get it back to the line of scrimmage, stay standing, not have any ankle and knee injuries. They're just trying to protect the quarterback even more, and that's 
I, I don't know how quarterbacks feel about that, the ones that used to play. Like, I feel like the Troy Aikmans of the world are like, did you not see how many times I got lit up in my career, and now this is what you're doing? From the 214, this is fair question. Why do we need radio host Kevin with AI? I think they essentially tried AI Sports Talk Radio in the Metroplex. It was ESPN Radio, and that didn't work out, and they had to close it down here. So I, I think that's why that probably won't work here. All right. Let's go from that to what is the longest you've ever been in a fantasy football league? Because per Ruben, who sent this to us, the cast of The Office, mm-hmm. the U.S. Office, has been in a fantasy football league running on 19 years. Okay. Um, Which I love to hear that they're still close like that and everything. Or maybe they're not, but they still like playing fantasy football together. But Brian Bumgarner, who played Kevin on The Office, says, we've been doing this fantasy football league since 2004. All right. So, Kevin, my son was born in 2008, I believe. Yes. Because I know this specifically. The first year I was ever in a fantasy football league was the la- the year that Bubba Franks played for the New York Jets. Uh, I drafted him as my tight end. So that's whenever we hung out with Bubba Franks, I got a chance to tell him, dude, you were my tight end. Uh, I wish he could have had more catches. Um, <laughs> I did tell him that, though. I'm he, sure he uh, really had, Dude, excited. he had six catches for 47 yards that year. Um, but that was 2008. That was the first year I ever got into a league, and we have been in that league since then. Now, it has grown and ex- expanded a little bit since then as we've added some friends to it. So – 2000 that's third is that how many years is that kevin you do the math real quick is that 16 years and eight yeah 16 years yeah all right so 16 years going on 17 years uh of being in the same fantasy football league and uh so that yeah there you go man there's that's my number in your face let's go back to the backfields and mike bassick do you want to talk about evan carter again or something different evan carter is stepping to the plate right now guys but, unfortunately, I did want to see him hit against Heaney again just because he needs as many lefty-on-lefty reps as possible. He's facing Brito here, who is a right-hander. But, uh, Corey, I have a special guest here for you that you told me to find a tall guy. I found a tall guy. So, what? here he is. Hello? Hey, tall guy. What's your name? <laughs> Luis. Luis! It's Luis! I've been trying to find you. Mike found you, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey, thanks for I taking kinda, part in Peaceathon this year, man. We really appreciate you and love you. For uh, no problem. Just don't, just don't let my wife know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Oh man, hold on. What, what are we not letting her know about? That he's out there. Uh, the money, the money I spent. Okay, oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. How's the trip going so far, man? You getting to see a lot of players out there? Yeah, yeah. It's, we met uh, Chris Young, met uh, Bochi, met a couple of guys out here. It was, it's kind of fun. Dude, that is awesome. Well, I hope you have an awesome time today. Enjoy that, uh, and and make sure that Mike doesn't let go when he hugs you until you let go, all right? <laughs> Sounds good, I will. There he goes. There's Luis. That's awesome. Good job, Mike. I'm so proud of you. Hey, hey, guess what? What? Evan Carter, Carter hit a line drive into uh, the right center field gap. Sorry about it. Mike just bought six more cards. Yeah. Does this Does this make you feel better? about the offense after they all struck out in the first inning. Well, they haven't scored while I've been out here. Oh, no. Mike, so we're back to the drawing How board. close are you to owning the entire Evan Carter collection? 
It's going to be tough because there's a camo one number to 25. There's a Mother's Day and Father's Day that are both numbered to 50. But I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting closer than, than my wife would like to, to know. Has she already said something to you about this? Because what's interesting to me is you get mad at people for accepting low offers. And I'm like, why do you make the offer to begin with? Well, I just think if I got it at this price, that would be awesome. No way I'm getting it at this price. And then they accept the offer. And I'm like, oop. There's another two hundred dollars that are, is going to Evan Carter card. <laughs> so he's thinking that he's not going to spend it, but just the act of putting it out there. How how much on just two thousand and twenty four tops, Evan Carter? Do you think you're in fifteen hundred? Yeah. Um, probably fourteen hundred dollars. So here's something I was thinking about the other day, and Kevin, I've never thought about it this way before. I have a few cards that I've spent some a pretty big amount of money on. All right, you guys have kind of helped me walk yes. through that, and I don't know how much they're worth right now compared to what I bought them for. But I did think the other day if I needed to sell something to get some money, I could probably start with my cards. Sure. So what Mike's doing it is a form of investing so that he can use that money at some other point too. It's not just a throwaway money, especially if the guy turns out. A lot of people are like, "Well, he never hit it big." And he never turned into the greatest ever, and I never got my $10,000 card. But you can still manage to be able to move a, a handful of cards that are worth a lot of money still at the same time, right? Yeah. Like, if I was to move, Absolutely. you know, $400 in cards, that's $400 in my pocket now. A Absolutely. Now, I've been fascinated by the strategy of Marvin Harrison Jr. when it comes to the Combine is he's not hiring an agent. He said he's not going to do any of the workouts at the Combine. Then added he doesn't think he's going to work out at Pro Day either. Yeah. And then Shereen Williams is reporting that he's at also gone ahead and skipped his media availability today. That's he, an interesting approach. He is he is an amazing player, and maybe he's been told, makes no difference, they'll still take you, but that's, man, that's a lot. I, I agree with you. Um, on the maybe you know he's an amazing player because yeah everything he's you watch on film you're just like okay I get it like the dude is already NFL ready he's ready to go but don't you want to get to know the teams yeah. at the same time like I think it's less about if I'm going it's less about them figuring me out and more about me trying to figure that's the game I'm wanting to play I, I want to know why I need to be on your team I want to know what I'm going to do for your group and how you're going to help me collectively help the rest of the team so we can go win a championship. I'm not going there trying to say, hey, I, you're, you're going to probably draft me first, second, third here somewhere. I know that. So I need to know more about these teams that are planning to pick me up. And by comparison, like Texas defensive tackle Tavondre Sweat, who we talked about his second 40-yard dash yesterday when, man, he got after it, is he was four hours late for his media session because they required extra medicals. He went and did the extra medical testing and then still came back, and he's like, yeah, I'll, st I'll still do my media. Now, I realize he might see more room for upward yes. mobility than yes. Marvin Harrison is like, whenever teams are tired of drafting a quarterback, they'll take me. Yeah, no, you're, you're dead on there. He's got a, a few teams that are definitely after him. I just... I, I, again, even if I'm that high of a pick, I want to I want to ask questions about your team right now. So that's but maybe there are going to be some visits. You know, there are some local visits and things like that along the way. Mike, do you have any final updates for us from the field? Yeah, I'm walking back, Jonah Heim. Um, hopefully, there's some more trees in the wilderness because he broke his bat. So he's going to need mm -hmm. some new wood. Uh -huh. um, 
That was about uh, Nate Lowe struck out both times, so I don't know what you want me to do with that. You know, you fix it, Mike. Probably you sound sad. Probably the, fix that. Probably the world's coming to an end um, on that one. So, uh, no, Andrew Heaney looks solid. Um, Evan Carter, one for two in the uh, bats I saw. I'm walking back to you guys. Uh, the inning's over, and I know that I'm only supposed to stay out there for one segment. 